Hi. Hello, the topic today on episode 111 is, isn't it about time the airlines started treating us as people, not as cattle? <laughs> you have an email to read out, don't you? The email was sent to podcast at rumdoings.com. Let's hear what it had to say. No, I can't be bothered. Go. Go. You're not the boss of me. Actually, I think you'll find under our contract I am. <laughs> there you go. See? Now clause, clause 27. Now I wonder if I needed a wee before we started recording. Well, you can do it in your panties. <laughs> okay, wee my pants. Go on then. On your lovely, uncomfy couch. Yeah. And begin. Yes, sir. Dear John and Nick. I, li- I noticed that I'm the second. Alphabetically, maybe? Or just, perhaps it's just... Oh, gosh, am I getting a phone call? That's not helpful, is it? No, stop the phone um. call. It's this. I'm going to tell you who it is. Go on. It's this guy from MoneySupermarket.com. You should never receive phone calls from MoneySupermarket.com. I know. You should not. This is my wife's fault. Um, I'm. Oh, I'm supposed to the more I hear about her, yes, the more I realise that she needs to be fixed. Anybody who speaks to MoneySupermarket.com and gives them your mobile telephone number, mm-hmm. I think she needs to go to a re-education camp about the way <laughs> the modern world works. So we're trying to sort out income. Laura, don't give John's mobile telephone number to moneysupermarket.com, nor to comparethemarket.com, nor anybody else. We're trying to sort out income protection insurance for me. You won't Um, be able to get any. Why not? Your employment is too volatile. That's not actually the case. Mm. The reason I was rejected the first time, and you're going to love this, Mm. was I I had a, a guy come around and visit and do the whole health inspection thing. And I'm remarkably healthy, despite being overweight. Mm. Um, my blood pressure is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, my all the all the different bits and pieces came out really well. My lung capacity is excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, like kind of top end, mm-hmm. top percentile. Um, re- all these things came out really healthy, and they rejected me on the grounds of my. And I love that. This is this reminds me. Do you remember the uh, appendectomy doctor who said, "But there's more of someone in this yeah. area." My favourite quote: "This that I was rejected on the grounds of my height to weight ratio." Yeah, the BMI. Um, which again is uh, you, anything anyone using BMI in any medical circumstances should be struck off instantly. The whole of the NHS uses it and constantly. It's, meaningless. Well, it's not meaningless. It's just there are many more meaningful ways of doing. How medicine. tall? How tall are you? Um, depends whether I'm slouched or not. But well, I think upright. I think five nine-ish. Okay, I'm five eleven. Right? Yeah. So let's say you were five eleven as well. Let's say mm-hmm. we were the same height. Mm-hmm. That means that our weight should be the same. I am twice as broad as you. My shoulders are twice, uh, you know, one, I'm probably about half as wide as you again. That's not fat, that's my breadth. And fat. And I'm fat as well, but I'm yeah. saying that uh, my breadth is a good half of you again, and yet mm. our BMIs should be the same. It's just idiotic. No, because that, that's taken up by your height. No, it is. I mean, no, the main problem with the BMI is that. Um, certain, uh, 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 no, no, it's worse than that. A bodybuilder who is very heavy because muscle mm-hmm. is very heavy, so a lot yep. of muscle in will be considered clinically obese. It's just the whole thing is, is, is broken from top the way to top. A better way to do it is to do your hip-to-waist ratio. Hip-to-waist ratio tells the truth about what That would be much more interesting, and yes. apparently, No, but apparently that's, act, that's, not even right. a, that's not even contentious. That's been... Well, even shoulder-to-weight shoulder would make No, hip-to-waist hip is a big thing. It actually okay. indicates what your visceral fat, the fat inside your organs mm-hmm. and around your organs is, and that's what causes the problem. I think that would be a far more effective measure. Okay, let's um, tell the NHS and everybody else in the world okay. to use it then. Because 
while I'm obviously clearly overweight, a good, I would say a good four stone overweight. Yes. Um, Let's lose my the BM, my lose BM, four stone? Okay. My BMI says I should be <laughs> under 12 stone. I would, I would be dead. No. At my breath, under 12 stone, I would be just frighteningly no. gaunt. No, you'd look svelte. <laughs> All the ladies would like you. I would be really quite frightening. All the ladies would like you. They would. Have they you lost any weight? Like the emaciated mess that I became. Not since the, the diarrhea held off half the weight I lost during the diarrhea and oh, well. I'm stuck there. It's not good though, I'm still horribly heavy. Mm. Um, uh, maybe you need to really kick yourself into a, into a proper ketosis. But maybe I need to do some actual exercise. Maybe that's what Yeah, well, you should do some. Do weightlifting. That will oh, really, yes, that's a good Weightlifting idea. apparently really kicks it off, especially for men. Because that increases the testosterone and various other things, which then start you start to release the fat. So do it wonder, tomorrow. I wonder if my weight's still in my parents' attic. You need you need to pay mm. somebody when you get your next dividend. Pay somebody to show you how to do them properly for a while uh-huh. for a few sessions, just so that you don't break yourself. Good form is important because mm-hmm. otherwise you can waste a lot of your time as well by pushing things in a way that's not really helpful and is not actually activating the right muscles. So good, we we sorted you out. Yes, so Money Supermarket are getting me better, a different quote from different people, which is all fine. Except the guy sent me they through... They mustn't phone you, though. He sent, I know, and that's why I'm phone. hanging up with him about five times a day now. He sent me through... After, he, this guy, he talks. What's his and name? Doesn't, Lee? I don't know his, his name. His name, Lee? I don't know his name. He's a Liverpoolian gentleman. He's probably called Lee. And he talks incessantly, and he never Inse- listens. He, do, you know what his name, do you know what his nickname is? He's incessant incessant Lee. Incessantly. Hmm. He just goes on, and, and I'm like trying to interrupt and go, yes, I, I know, but... Sh- uh, 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 the whole way through, and I cannot face another conversation with him this week. Hmm. Um, and he sent me through a PDF of, uh, the, of the thing he... Could have been words, could have been Microsoft and Word document. And it's passworded. And uh, I've had this clever. the previous week, saying there's a passworded one I can't look at, and he said, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know what that one is. There you go. There you go. And he, um, and he sent through another password one. So I emailed back saying, it's password. Can you send me an password version? And all he does is phone. And I'm not going to answer the phone to him. He can just bloody well send I me the quote right, without a password on it. I said, you're right, mate. So I'll reach out to you on the phone. He's not like a naughty scummy scout, though. He's just an over-enthusiastic jolly scout. Okay. Anyway, so Dear John and Nick. Dear John and Nick. Or Nick and John, as it's more accurately said. Correct. I just got so distracted listening to wrongdoings that I let my kitchen catch fire. Well, there you go. I mean, doesn't everybody? Well, you'd hope so. Mm. So I decided it was perhaps a sign that I should finally get around to responding to your pleas for listener emails and actually email you rather well, than Lord, intending to, the, but not getting around to it. The Lord did set fire to a bush for Moses and this set fire to her kitchen for us. And just like uh, the bush, her kitchen remained completely unharmed by the flames. Excellent. She continues. The story is as follows. I decided that listening to Rum Doings 109, ugh, what a terrible choice, um, would be a great way to entertain myself. Uh, that's where she went wrong. That's why her, fire, uh-huh. her kitchen caught fire and did bored <laughs> disgust. Right. Oh, God, they're going on about video games again. Uh, I thought it was quite good. Mm-hmm. The video games, but anyway. Yeah, you thought it. the video games bit was good because you got to reproduce all your tedious crap that you went I know I'm so prejudiced and yet and no data in the world ever fulfills my prejudice about you know that's not what you were saying you were being just wrong about what games are and Martin was Martin was having it fresh and Martin was having to go uh no yes uh, he did no uh, he was the one who said he said people with different coloured lasers going I didn't say that there's all sorts of things that are problematic about video games and I never deny this but your problem he talked about following men's bottoms I didn't talk about following men's bottoms I wrote a whole review about having to follow men's bottoms and 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 
in Call of Duty and how I said nothing about following men's bottoms. Indeed, it's a big problem. It following was, men's bottoms games are a real. It, 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 Martin himself, Judge Coxcomb himself said, You're every shitting. every every young straight male wants to spend most of his time following a man's bottom down a corridor. That's his true. quote, not mine. If the young gentleman chooses to play one genre of the very many different genres, which they do, are, because those which are the they ones do, that they are, are the most popular, and they are the most, no, not because they've been the ones that are produced. They're the ones that are the most popular and make the most money. Produced by the big labels, indeed. But there are many different types of. Anyway, not having this conversation. Coat of many colours. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so the kitchen's now burning. She decided. I decided that under what Rumdings One Hundred Nine would be a good way to entertain myself while waiting for my dinner to cook. Mm. However, I became so distracted by Nick's tales of his spa extravagances mm. that I forgot to check on the progress of said dinner until I became aware of excessive amounts of smoke coming from this from the kitchen. Mm. Upon investigation, I discovered that a potato was on fire in the microwave. Well, if, it, if, if a potato can catch fire, what's it doing inside you when you eat it? When I think read, of that energy, when I uh, uh, read this out to Laura, she absolutely lost it at the potato catching fire in the microwave. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Which is, uh, it's a lovely sentence. Mm. I flung open the microwave door, and fortunately the fire ceased. That doesn't feel right. It should be flang open. Mm, agreed. I, I have flang. flung, I flang. I so flang, let's, we'll just give it a, a new strong, simple mm. past tense, is flang. I okay. flang open. I flung open the microwave door, and fortunately the fire ceased. I then panicked and threw the potato into the bin, upon which it burst into flames <laughs> again. Disaster! I poured a mug of water on it. That's, this is what makes it a bit anticlimactic, mm. the story, a little mug. That's all it did. Yeah. I poured a mug of water on it, and this had the desired effect. But the bathos is funny, though. This had the desired effect. The crisis over, I was left to reflect on my stupidity and reassure my concerned neighbours that the smoke emanating from the windows was all out of proportion to the seriousness of the incident, and that I was very much alive. Anyway, despite this unfortunate incident, I want to say that Barbara Bush has nice things about us. What does she say, John? She said that I love wrong doings, and I'm very grateful that you take the time to do it for free. It's, not, it's nice that she takes the time to say that. I agree, so I think for free. No, it's nice we that she. It's nice, yeah, yes. nice, it is nice that she says that. Unlike everybody else, everybody else. Mm. Um, and she also adds, I should say, uh, that I also think that now Nick has done an episode without John. John should get to do an episode without him, uh, with with just him and Laura, well, because she was awesome when she was on it before. Best regards, Laura. <laughs> but it turns out to be a different Laura. It's not my wife. All right. Well, I, are there other Lauras? I like this. P.S. P.S. Just in case, by mentioning the spa story, I have made you think that you have a non-geek listener. I should clarify that you, I've never been to a spa in my life but have played a lot of computer games. Well, there's a lady. Sorry. Even though she's a lady, yes. Hmm. Do ladies play computer games? I, I wasn't aware of this until now, but... Well, your wife doesn't. This is the evidence in front of us right now, so... Hmm. Not really sure what to do with that knowledge. Yeah, so... Uh, what, I'm, what I would argue is that if, you're, if you haven't set fire to your house while listening, you're not a real... No, I think that's what... Yes, I think... The domestic incendiary reaction is a way of determining the full valour of our rum doings. Set fire to your house or have sexual intercourse. Those are the only two ways I would consider someone to be a true listener. That's true. That's true, actually. Mm -hmm. Or both. Absolutely. Have sex in a fiery bed whilst listening to (laughs) rum doings. That doesn't sound a very fun way to spend your day. <laughs> no. What do you have to put yourself through? What's better, to be honest, having sex in a fiery bed still better than having to listen to 20 minutes of maximum fun drive. So, you know, it's, well, a, it's a small price to pay for not, for not having a funding drive. I would argue that when my brother, my brother and me do that, they make it very entertaining and worth listening to. They even make their ghastly adverts worth listening to by generally... They, they, they were forced to, it seems, advertise Bing recently in one of their episodes. Oh, good And God. brilliantly, Griffin brought up Google in the middle of it, which I imagine made Microsoft absolutely delighted. I think he was suggesting that you could Google for Bing or something. Bing! 
Oh, I told that story. Yeah, the lady. Who said that. Do you think she's still? Do you think she's still going to conferences? I think she's still doing tiny little meetings in offices. And you can say, and, and there bing, it is, Bing. There you are. Somebody at Microsoft actually said, "Oh my God, we can get that domain. We can get it for cheap." Bing. 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 I wonder why. We it's costing bing. Microsoft. Running Bing is costing Microsoft more than pretty much any other venture that it's doing because effectively it has to build its own Google. Right, um, but it already had it already had yeah, Microsoft but, search. Yeah, but let's be honest, that really didn't work at all, did it? And so, in order to make Bing work, it has to effectively rebuild Google in-house, which is a bit like you know when they say to make an apple pie, all you have to do is invent the universe as the first step. <laughs> um, and it's the same with Bing; they've effectively got to reinvent Google inside of them, and they're not getting the revenues from what they need. So obviously, what they are doing is they're making it pervasive across Windows 8 so that yes. you won't even know that you're using it and Google will just wither on the vine. Similarly, of course... Do you think that will work? Well, work with Internet Explorer for a while. It did. It, it, yeah, that's because the Your mum uses Internet Explorer. My mum doesn't. If she, yeah, but if she were normal, she would. No, she'd probably use Firefox because I would have installed it. No, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying she didn't have you as a oh, daughter. I, hmm. I, caught, I caught my dad using it. Friends. Did you tell back. him off? Oh yes. Hmm. What did you do? Friend, friends don't let friends yes. use Internet Explorer. Absolutely. Well, Internet Explorer is coming to Xbox soon. Is, oh, that yeah. was so funny when they. they oh, it's funny when we talked about that in a jokey way. You didn't like it, but now you want to mention it. I did like it. I thought that was a good bit. Hmm. We can now explore the internet. That's right. And I think they're also going to add Napster. <laughs> and um, maybe a Usenet client. <laughs> they're going to allow you to access Friends Reunited, I believe. Uh, and, and, and you'll be able to access all your favourite gopher sites. That's right. This is where I'm going for lunch. What do you think? Where is it? I don't know. I need to find out. The Lady Otter Line pub and dining rooms. It's only a lady pub. 11A Northington Street, London, Inyum. Why would you go into London and have dinner in a pub? You should go to one of the many restaurants we have to offer. It's a, it says... Dining. It's a restaurant. Yes, but it's just got a. It's a pub Upstairs. that puts stuff in. Look, look how restauranty that looks. It's a pub that burns potatoes in the microwave. Well, we'll see, won't we? We will. It's uh, eleven Northington Street. I need to look this up on maps now. While it, so you better you better cover for me. WC one N. Why are London postcodes more complicated than everywhere else? Because London is bigger than everywhere else and has more places that it needs to delineate. Ew, I don't think it needs the. Surely not the whole alphabet. Permea- with two permeations surely not it does WC1N2JF that sounds rude WC it does mm. rude postcodes <laughs> anyway there we are you know what we haven't done in the past two episodes what's that we haven't had any drink any drink I feel quite parched don't you I, am, I do actually especially with how horrible that coffee was mm. it's very good that coffee shop isn't it it's called Sacred and it's run by some um, New Zealand people and they make very delicious coffee. Well, the decaf is dreadful, because that's a decaf and it's absolutely awful. It's almost worse than Costa's. Mm. Which is the worst decaf, Costa's? Yes. What yeah. makes a bad decaf? Oh, actually, maybe, maybe it's Nero. Well, what makes for a bad decaffeinated coffee, if you can actually, describe no. it Ooh, in aesthetic terms? Costa have improved their decaf. It's Nero. Nero. I had a, Costa, a decaf at Costa recently, because there's one outside the cinema in Bath, and it's, uh, it was a, l- a lot less dreadful than it used to be. Well, it's a nasty, metallic... Well, it tastes Artificial rougher. Flavor. It yeah. tastes rougher. Funny. Whereas Starbucks decaf is absolutely delicious. It's a really good. It's a really de- good decaf. Hmm. Do you still only drink decaf, or do you treat yourself occasionally to a fully caffeinated coffee? 
uh, occasion that I have one. Normally it's a headache prevention measure, as we've discussed. You will do it. Mm. 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 Right, are you happy to where you need to go now? I'm not sure. Which is where's Holborn? I'll show you after Oh, you're this. so annoying. Don't smear your hand over a touch screen break, phone. I'm going to break your phone over my knee now. Okay. Because you're being rude to the listener. I was, I was being rude to the listener. Now you have to say something interesting for them. A blue whale is very big. And you could live inside of it and build a house. <laughs> not sure you could build a house inside a blue whale. In, in its skeleton. You never, you'd never get uh, planning rights. No. What if you got its skeleton and put a tarpaulin over it? That'd be quite exciting, wouldn't it? Have you been to the Natural History Museum's uh, animal doodah display? The animal doodah display? Yes. No, Judith went there. Oh, she did? Uh, with her cousin a couple of weeks ago. She said that the dinosaur ate her. Oh no! Yeah, That's terrible. She had the dinosaur ate her. Gosh! Mm. No, they've got the uh, the animal version of Body Works on at the moment, which looks absolutely amazing. Oh, no, I'm not maybe that's what I could do this afternoon. Mm. Yeah, that's what you should do. Oh right, uh, sliced animals or charcuterie, yes. charcuterie is it's otherwise known. Uh, so they've got. I've seen some of them before when I saw Body awesome. Works in Chicago. Did you see Human Body Works? Or just yes, animals? Human Body Works. But they had a bunch of animals there. They had the the pregnant horse. Or was it a giraffe? Pregnant some animal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had my favourite, which is just the blood vessel, the, just the capillaries of a rabbit. Mm. Absolutely extraordinary. Did you feel any moral quandaries about looking at the human bits? No, none at all. Why not? Just a, a sense of, no moral quandaries, a sense of... of um, Foreboding. No, a weird uncanniness to it. Mm. Um, because it's... it's yes, they're, they're human At one beings. moment you're completely alienated from them, and at the other moment you are them. Yes, indeed, and they're al- they're they're reli- they're posed as alive, but you can obviously see their internal organs, and they are dead. And it's just weird to know that that was once actually genuinely a human being that walked around. That's but, a strange, but how strange do they, feeling. How do they construct them? Do they they take casts? Plasticize. What they do, do they do? Oh, they just pump them. Crazy old Doctor Gunther, or whatever his name is, injects mm. them with this plastic this plastication process. What is? I mean, but is there any substance there that you see that is actually the substance that they had when they were alive? Yes, yeah, or is it effectively just a plastic? No, no, no. Part? It's entirely there. It's that's the point. He plasticizes the genuine. Term How? But I don't know the exact process. But you inject this this Ask substance into all the bits and bobs, and um, so yeah. So it's it's literally that person. It's their skin. It's their body. It's their um, so it's a modern, mu- a modern mummification. And so you've not seen any bodyworks? Oh, you must go. It's absolutely amazing. People complained about it, though. Of course they did. They don't want to know that when you die, you've got bits and pieces that can be shown. People are very, very precious about their dead bodies, aren't they? Mm. Laura is precious about mine. She refused. I'm sure we've discussed my desire to be chummed and fed to sharks before. Yeah, but I mean, only yesterday I was encouraging her because she was. Oh, she was a friend of ours. Their grand- grandmother died recently. Mm. They were talking about how they carried the coffin this great distance. And I said, well, luckily for you, you'll only have to carry me in a bucket. Yes. Um, but the thing about it, 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 it helps me to think about the utter um, non-squeamishness of the dead body and thinking, well, when I get a haircut, yes. or when I get fingernails and I put them in a bucket, uh-huh. you know, that's, that's, yes. that's part of my dead body. And when the skin sloughs off mm-hmm. after I've had, um, you know, a bad suntan. Mm-hmm. So it's just that. You mourn it. Do you not have a little funeral when you yeah. cut your toenails? Yeah, but it's it's just that. <laughs> you, think of that. That's that. It's just that writ large. Hmm. Of you course, know. we just once we're dead, we're just meat. Just that. It's that writ large, and I think you. It's very important as an adult to come to terms with that because if you don't, then you're always going to have terrible problems to a degree. I think. I think it's very exciting when you watch sharks eating. <laughs> 
And I love the idea of that being me, being the thing being eaten. But it won't be you, it'll be your toenails, effectively. Well, exactly, but my, this, my flesh bag hmm. being eaten sounds very exciting. Well, so will Laura do that? She's, well, her argument, number one argument is that there aren't any uh, sharks of the correct size and shape, really, in this country. And the chances of zoos and aquariums allowing this to be done yes, are giving their sharks a, a flavour for. And then she know. and then she was moaning, saying that taking my dead body through customs into another country would probably be quite awkward. Honestly, uh, and she just chum me down, put me in a cool bag. Yes, and then she's a scientist. She knows her most efficient way of doing that. She used to do a thing where she would um, she would stand outside maternity wards. Waiting for pregnant women who are about to give birth, and get them to sign <laughs> a thing. Good. Say, I know. Get them to sign a thing saying that she could have their placenta, like oh. some sort of insane. Yum, 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 yum. And then she would nom it down, mm. and then go home. Yeah, uh, and she didn't want their, the umbilical cords then. I don't say umbilical. That's why I said it. Umbilical. Well, it's very good for stem cells. Umbilical cords. They know that indeed it is. No, they were using. They were doing an experiment to see whether there could be transfer of nanoparticles across the. Um, Placental barrier. And the and you, was, did, yes. you can read all about this experiment in Nature. And the, answer, published. the answer was? In Nature Nanoparticles. The answer was yes and no. In, indeed it was. So that was a success. Oh, this is very exciting. I learned about this recently. Did you know that not, yes. a, not just the placental barrier is a barrier at all, it turns out. Pregnant uh, women mm. have many, many cells from their baby, uh, blood cells from their baby, and indeed other cells, rushing around their bloodstream. They're all over their body, are, are the baby cells. Um, and and the body's fighting it desperately. And that's what they assumed, and it's not, which is where it got even weirder. So they assumed, obviously, these cells won't last very long. They'll last hours, if not days. Um, and, the, and the women will be in a state of inflammation as exactly, their body's fighting. As, as their body's fighting. Turns out they're not. Their body is quite happy to have these baby cells in them. Really? Then why do we need the uh, placenta at all, then? Exactly. And then it, goes even, it gets even more strange. Turns out, though, they started testing to see how long these cells remain in the female body. This is all on radio, on uh, radio lab, if people to hear it properly. Mm. Um, it turns out that they last in the body a little bit longer than they thought they would. Well, it turns out a year later they're still there. And right. then ten years later they're still there. And forty years later they're still there. So if you are a mummy... you got I, a little bit of your child in you. I phoned my mum to tell her this. I said, I'm still inside your body. I'm still, there's bits of me inside you still. <laughs> um, and yes, it could, what did she say? She, 40 years she, could be even longer. Did she say, I'm getting, I'm getting dialysis? <laughs> That's right, so I'm having my every organ replaced. Yeah. Uh, but then, they, then, of course, the next question is, well, are they doing harm or are they doing good? Of course, the answer, as, as is always the case, turns out to be yes. Mm. Um, there's some evidence that uh, they will attack the host body in some instances and act in it like a cancer. Uh-huh. Um, there, are, uh, there is an amazing story I heard on this show, which was... Uh, a lady with Hep B mm-hmm. um, was doing damage to it. I can't, it's, can't, it's, it's the liver that Hep B has. Well, yes, yeah, since it's got the word Hep in it. Of course, yes. So, um, so her liver was being attacked. So they, would look, they looked at her liver, and it turns out all these cells. Mm-hmm. Are you playing with my phone? Yeah, I'm just yeah. getting you locked out. Um, uh, the, the baby, the fetal cells, were surrounding her liver. And were actively repairing it. They were these these stem cells from the baby were turning into liver cells. Like in Battlestar Galactica. Yes, I don't know how that's like that. Like well, they're like Cylons that re- regenerating. That's true. So they were they were there, and they were becoming healthy liver cells for the mother. It's just phenomenal that this was happening. And so there seems to be there seems to be good and bad consequences of this. Maybe that's why ladies last longer than gentlemen. And that's another thing they said. They're mummies. Um, why certain, indeed, they thought that maybe this could be connected to the fact that women have a home, a better mortality rate than men. 
mm. and whether there was some factor due to the, these extra fetal cells. So what I should do is I, I should take them. some of Judy's, Judy's blood yes. and inject it into my veins tomorrow. Well, it's too late now. You should get Victoria pregnant again okay. and then re- withdraw some of the babies, the, some of the fetuses' uh, pri- uh, kind of primal cells. And inject I, can, I, can, I can take that from the umbilical cord. <sighs> should I do that? Yeah, I think you should. Okay, would you like some as well? Um, I'm not sure if I want any because of course they are at least half you themselves mm. so, so half I'm not me really sure you. I want half Victoria half Nick cells inside my body <laughs> I was talking about the disastrous mutations I've got to do take. you know what uh, Judith did this morning I do, do no, yes, I but you, you, oh I do you, know yeah. what Judith this morning Basically, it was your Judith, fault Judith made a mistake you she were said, correcting her she grammar said, she said she was telling us to act and to do little plays for her mm-hmm. and one of the things she said she, she said be a people swimming in the sea underwater and I said no Judy it'd be a person and Judy then screamed no 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 headbutted Victoria in the nose <laughs> and, and shouted that it was people <laughs> so one must not correct a two year old's grammar idiot child yes she must so, be a real disappointment so you? now it's a people okay yeah and if you don't she'll cause she'll, she'll violently attack the person who's sitting next to you mm-hmm that's true. Is that the way you deal with? That's um, pretty much the case. On rock paper shotgun, if you're having a board meeting and you disagree, will you headbutt the person if you who's, correct- who's, who's quietly sitting next to the disagreer? If you correct my grammar during this podcast, I'm going to headbutt you right in the no, nose. No, you have to headbutt somebody else. No, it's going to be you, I'm afraid, because there's no one else in the room. I can headbutt this terrifying giraffe head, this dismembered giraffe head that sits in front of us. Okay. Yeah. Do you like giraffes? I don't have any objection to a giraffe. I'm exactly. not quite as obsessed with them as you are. But nobody has any objections to giraffes, and that's what makes them a good animal, because most striking animals are in some way objectionable or dangerous or threatening. But a giraffe is one of the few animals that is striking is at pretty much the top of its game. I like how they you fight. Need... Yeah, necking. Yes, it's good. Neck-butting. And I like how they have giant bones in the neck. I do like the way that when they bend over to get uh, some water... There's a huge um, valve system that locks in so that they don't, their heads don't basically explode all the blood that's <laughs> pouring into it. They are a funny design, aren't they? They are, but they work. They get all the, all the little leaves on the top of the but tree. But you'd think there'd be another species that, that was competing for those leaves at the top of the tree as well. No, they Not decide... just one, one species went, oh, I know, I'll grow into a giant long neck. That's what that's confusing. E- evolution is very odd, this kind of... It goes off, one thing goes off in one direction and other things don't follow. No, no, but there may have been others. What usually this happens. This may have been, no, they haven't survived. Yeah, well, exactly, they haven't survived because they weren't as good as giraffes. But you, yes, but you, there's a Giraffes have adapted the best and they've, they've really taken over. It's a bit like Rupert Murdoch, you know, they, they, they buy up everybody else and that's it, there's nobody else. <laughs> there's yeah. a million billion animals that can eat off the bottom of the bush. There's plenty of leaves on the top of the bush to share. Mm. Giraffes don't need all of them. They do. And so, got such long I necks. think there should be other giant long neck creatures to. Uh, well, right, right into Mr. Evolution and ask <laughs> okay. if he can fix that problem for you. <laughs> what would you like? What would this other creature look like? It, to differentiate itself from a giraffe. It would be yellow. Mm-hmm. Well, giraffes can sort of be yellowish. But it would just be plain yellow, mm-hmm. just straight yellow. And it would. What kind of, have, what sort of fur or skin? It would have feathers. Oh, like a sort it of dinosaur. Might. In fact, it would look like one of those long necked dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want to just bring back the dinosaur? Like, it's not a, it's, but it's not actually a bird or a lizard. No, it's, like a dinosaur. It's a mammal, but it's got feathers. Are there any and feathers? I don't think there are any yellow feathered mammals. Oh, so you want a big, big bird? <laughs> Big Bird is a mammal, that's Big, true. Yeah. Although Big Bird lives in a nest and presumably could. Now, Big Bird's. Is Big Bird a boy? Yes. 
played by oh no that's what I always thought Big Bird was played by a girl because the person playing him was called Carol but it turns out Carol's a boy yeah Big Bird is it. does Big Bird still get played by Carol I don't know I think he does I was watching the um, Elmer documentary and he seemed to still be doing it Elmer documentary which is as we've discussed before on the podcast and a bit disappointing as it would be well, look yeah. at the poor flaccid microphone well it's they were upset they, were, they weren't prepared to be completely honest about well it wasn't that they weren't prepared it's just they weren't mm. sorry about that oh stop it the microphone noise is bad enough already mm. um, yes it was just it just over it just flew over the fact that Kevin Clash's marriage ended and has some sort of and Jim Henson was just, just disappeared and, yeah no they talk very much about Jim Henson's death covers, covers that and why did he die because we asked well, I asked you last time and you weren't able really to tell me I told, as I said before, there's some mysterious. The, the, the exact nature of his death has never been disclosed. Was it suicide? No, I don't think it was. Was it AIDS? It could. Well, exactly. Generally, it generally is. But it's not disclosed, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, nobody dies of AIDS anymore in the West, do they? Really? Which is impressive. Well, they do, but they die an awful lot later. Than yes. they really would. Yeah, I mean that is impressive considering. It's what amazing. Yes, yeah, bear in mind the death sentence it was in the eighties. It's, it's astonishing. Mm. It is very useful, and apparently. Um, Mark Fowler outlived his odds, though, didn't he, as well? Before the medication was even there to do that. You mean Mark Flower? Mark Flower, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise it worked both ways. Yes, it does. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting in that it turned from the apocalypse into something that's perfectly well, if expensively and uncomfortably managed mm-hmm. in the West, whereas, of course, in Africa it's still a death sentence. Horrendous, yes. Mm. But then again, they are patented... So we need to respect intellectual property. We, we should patent the AIDS virus and then sue everyone who contracts it. Yes. That seems much more efficient way of making money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or oh, diminishing returns. No, no, flu, the flu virus. Or the cold. Oh, <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? The common cold. Or we could... Um, we'll have to pin that bugger down, though, first. Yes, and uh, keep, keep keeps trying to evade our patent by mm-hmm. changing. Where, where are you going on your holiday? To La Foncée. You're not going anywhere different. <laughs> different is different than bar. Well, I thought maybe you would be taking Laura back to America, or she had enough of America now. No, she was only the other day saying that she wants me to take her back to America. Where does she want to go? She wants to go to New York, and I know I that agree. you're a big fan, but well, I've, I've never you, been a big I'll, New York fan. I'll tell you what, Jonathan Elias, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. we will go to New York together, okay. so we can show you what we think is good about New York. Do you think Laura could cope with a whole holiday of you? Yes, she could. It's whether you can, that's the issue. I've been on holiday with you before. I know, and you had a temper tantrum. No, we had, you and I had a huge fight, and your wife, so cross with you, stormed out of the B&B. Mm. That's what happened. So, so yes, I think, yes, I think Laura will be fine in New York. I, it's, just, it's not a city that has ever appealed to me. It's too busy and too yeah, close no, together. You're scared, and you're scared of people. I've been to New York lots of times. You're scared of uh, people. I'm not scared of people. You it's, are. It's a bit. It's a bit claustrophobic. New York. Agoraphobia. It's my agoraphobia. No. Yeah. Central you're Park. Of the Agora. Uh, and it's got you know I've been up the Empire State Building and like you should and mm. I've been to the superhero store as everyone should. Right. Um, at Dave Eggers' shop there. We'll we'll put together a little tour for you. Uh, what if you took the Q? Take the QM2 to... Oh, I'd love to that. Okay, that's what we'll do next year. Shall we do it? Okay. Okay, we'll arrange. paying. Well, no, you'll, you'll, you'll be far richer than I am next year. Will I? Excellent. Yes, yes once you sell out to Microsoft. Oh, yes, mother Microsoft the, we can't talk about the Microsoft deal, the Microsoft remember. deal, yeah, they said they realised that... Rock, paper, bingum. <laughs> yes. 
they realised that they needed PC gaming promoted on their new uh, oh, Windows 8 if Metro only platform. they would realise They have that. a very peculiar idea about PC <laughs> It's so strange. They've got an absolute mar- uh, market of the... Until recently, though you almost couldn't get any games on Linux and Mac. Now it's all a lot thanks to Steam and Valve. Mm. That's been a huge shift to change that. But Microsoft doesn't um, seem to care about Mi- games. Microsoft either. doesn't... You know, they have the only operating system that runs the vast majority of games... And they actively act against it. Hmm. They make Direct DirectX 11 has been an absolute nightmare for everyone. Um, but they, their oh, their sign up thing, the live thing. Games for Windows Live has, has has been. Do you know I was tweet I tweeted as as everyone does every. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, I've had to use Game for Windows Live. Please kill me or whatever. Yeah. And the Game for Windows Live official Twitter replied to me going, "What? What's what's wrong? What's wrong? I've <laughs> never heard any complaints." <laughs> and that's what they were like. And I said. You know that it's awful. Why are we having to have this conversation? Why? Tell us what's wrong, what it's doing. Oh, gosh. It doesn't work on any level. It's a horrible, hateful piece of DRM crap. But what's funny is that Microsoft is obviously such a big, bloated organisation now that it, the message can't get through. It's not penetrating to the core. It's a bit like those dinosaurs that have to have, have, to have a little brain in its tail because they were so long. And it's, <laughs> right. it's a bit like Microsoft doesn't have a brain in its tail. That just thrashes about. And... <laughs> Windows 8 seem, does seem like it's going to fix a lot of those problems. It's not going to have Game for Windows Live. It's going to have something inbuilt which will run in the background and you won't actually log into it. And so the big problem is, of course, who's going to buy Windows 8 when Windows 7 works just fine, thanks. Well, no, they'll be forced to. Every new computer will just have Every it. new computer will have it, certainly. But that... And as your computer breaks down, your new computer will have Windows 8. Problem solved. But that's a very slow uptake. That's a five-year cycle. That's what will happen. And, they, and, and for gaming to use it, they need it to be year one. Well, it won't. Be so it won't. It won't be, and so none of the advent advantages will become normal, and it'll be a waste of everyone's time. I guess Microsoft buy up lots of gaming houses, and then say, "You to play this new wonderful game, you have to upgrade to." They did. I don't. They bought up a bunch of gaming houses a few years back. I don't know whether it was to coincide with any. Uh, Maybe they'll buy electronic arts, and then they've just closed them down one by one. Right. Um, <laughs> Maybe oh, they could buy Activision. Activision looks like it might be for sale. Yeah, so Microsoft will buy it. I doubt Microsoft have got the, can, got the money to afford it. Costs, uh, it costs you, it's worth about $10 billion. Maybe Steam will buy it. Um, no, they certainly don't have the money to buy it. Valve, rather. No, Valve certainly don't have the money to buy Activision. And also we'd have no interest in buying a, a publishing company when they're an independent developing company. Why does Activision want to be sold, then? Um, the owners of Vivendi are very in big financial trouble, it looks like. Their share value has dropped by 38% over the last year. Why? Whereas... Um, I don't know why, whereas Activision's share value... Oh, they invested heavily in telecoms, and they've got lots of telecoms, and they haven't got one. Um, whereas Activision's share value has gone up uh, in the last year. It, plum- it plunged 5% when the announcement was made that they might look to sell it, but it has been... It's profitable, which is extraordinary in, at the moment, and like hugely profitable, mm-hmm. and its share value has gone up So it, against all trends. So it's a very... Val- it's a thing... It's a, they, if they wanted to get a big cash injection, it's a sensible thing to sell off, which is the rumours... Mm-hmm. So yes, it'll sell off Activision, and then I, ma- I imagine something like Viacom or um, CBS or a huge company like that mm. might, might be interested. Uh, CBS has has been investing in games websites recently, like Rock Paper Shotgun. Not Rock Paper Shotgun, but they just bought games. Have they been tickling you though? Bought, what did they just buy? Giant Bomb. I've never heard of them. They just bought Giant Bomb. Have they been tickling you? You wouldn't tell me if they had. No, I wouldn't. Would I? I'd love it if they were tickling me. Ooh, Maybe they ooh. are. He's losing uh, a lot of money. Please take a lot of money by prostituting your site for us. But it would be great, wouldn't it? It would. Wouldn't it be lovely to prostitute? Oh, that'd be amazing. 
just to be able to go to your Acapulco beach hut <laughs> and say, hee hee, I'm here, <laughs> I sold out all my readers. <laughs> Stupid readers. Yes. You have utter contempt for every single person. 100% of them. And even when, and when you read it, you have contempt for yourself. I kind of, I get a little bit offended just by myself reading it. Yeah. What's been your favourite article recently on it? I'm very pleased with the piece I wrote last week about uh, the awful reaction to that feminist Kickstarter. Yes. Pleased with how people seem to enjoy it, which is good. How much is she on at the moment? Hundred and I think it should. It should well, they were, we're in a week later now, so it'll be long closed. But um, it was on last time I saw it, it was on a hundred. It was coming for hundred and twenty or just over hundred twenty thousand. Oh, that's a bit more than she asked for. <laughs> just a touch. She asked for six thousand dollars. Mm. It's what's really interesting. She got that six. What 000. is she going to do with that extra money? Just I not really, work for a year. I really she? hope that. Well, I know that she's. You know, effectively it'll become a job for two years to do this. This term has come out of um, uh, the whole scene of called stretch goals. So when people realise they're going to make more money than they have planned, yeah. they start adding. Yeah, but she, goals. her stretch goals were me were met very quickly. As yes, well. indeed. I think she got she got eighteen thousand. Her stretch goals were met. So I really hope that she'll use the money to be able to just pursue her interests and fund herself to do more, more research. More of these, yeah. You know. Was so it's just so amazing. I mean, I don't actually agree with uh, some of her theses that mm-hmm. I told you, and yeah, I indeed. think that I would like to have a big argument with her. The problem is, you can't really now because the moment you start, you'll be attacked as an attacker. I think it's like an immune system response. I think will kick in. No, I don't think. So. I think that's going to happen. I think she'll have a ring of supporters around her, and the moment somebody ever says anything against her, it'll be like an overactive autoimmune response. You know, the moment someone says, actually. Can I respectfully disagree? <laughs> well, yeah. that could happen. But if you engage, that does sometimes happen. But if you least. engage in discussion with her directly, I think that could be really. No, but I, no, but I don't think we. Can, I, I think she's now too much of a thing to have discussion engaged with her. There are too many people who will want to do it. I don't think so. I think she'll be a very popular figure now. She in has no sense of the term. She only has ten thousand followers on Twitter. Mm. How many do you? Five and a half thousand. So she's only twice as popular as you are. Yes, exactly. And you're still allowed to speak to me. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, so, yes, if you're good. Although you don't really use Twitter very much. You you tweet. You the only thing you tweet these days are people saying nice things about your article. That's not true at all. Yes. Tweet the only thing you tweet day. these days is people who say nice things about. Oh, John Walker's my phone. And we'll look at my John Twitter Walker feeds. has written a lovely article today. Oh, I'm going to retweet that, and then I'll retweet it with RT in it, just in case somebody didn't get the automatic retweet and that kind of thing. You, I don't do that. You do. You retweet every single person. The only time I've done an RT retweet, and as long as I can remember, was today because I wanted to put Nick, Victoria. Only put Nick, and I wanted to put your your yes. Twitter tag in it, so it'd be more effective. It's the only time I've done that. It's different. So when and when I te- what I tend to retweet are people who are making compliments about rock paper shotgun rather than about me. I'm a, I find it a bit awkward otherwise. Well, what about you? Well, I am the best. Well, yeah. Obviously, you are the. Um, the the rock paper shotgun primary catch, but we've said that before. I know, but we don't like to embarrass the others by going no. on about it. You still pat them on the head. So you're doing very well. Uh, I retweeted Laura talking about. It's all retweeting. It's all... coming. No, um, I said last night. Hee hee. It seems that RPS's comments stop nesting properly at about 800. They complete them out at a thousand. What happens? Do they just start making pictures? They start talking and chatting amongst themselves. And... Running around, driving cars. Right. I tweeted yesterday, Mr. J's utter disdain for anything that's been redacted is one of my favourite things about Leveson. Well, I've not seen that. What happened? What does that mean? Every time anything's been redacted, he looks and he goes, oh, this has been redacted, but we can perfectly easily tell that the name's meant to be, and I'll just say what the name is and stuff. Really? It's really absolutely... It's just great. Absolutely Who's re- who gets to redact them? The government. Well, that's a little bit self-serving. 
I tweeted yesterday, sometimes I forget that I love Super Gel, and then I remember that I love Super Gel, and then it's okay, and it's okay again. What's Super Gel? It's a cartoon. Why? From Adult Swim. Um, what do you mean, why? Why do you like it? What is it's, it? Because every, it. it's a very strange, it's David Wayne is the main voice, you should have heard of him, because he's Jewish, what kind of Jew are you? Mm. Um, uh, it's a, and it's a cartoon about a futuristic space jail of some nature, mm-hmm. and uh, stop playing with the mic, oh dear me, and, um, and every episode ends in just absolute carnage. So would you recommend people watch Super Joe? Uh, apparently someone told me the second series isn't as good. Hmm. Um, I retweeted someone saying, um, uh, Steve Hogarty saying, only half the babies born today will live to race in Wipeout 2097. Mm-hmm. I hope it's the top half, because of the, though, because it would look silly otherwise. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Uh, uh, yeah, so you basically just retweet other people you don't have anything original to say. But I've just read you some original stuff. What have you said, John? Just Except said for the gel... I read you what, what pithy political comment have you made? I said the thing about Mr. J. Let's hear some more. Yes, and you're, I, you're struggling to find anything other than Mr. I'm J. I'm just scrolling past all my tweets at people. Yeah, when, last, when last were you rude about your MP, for example? Oh, well, that's boring. Hmm. I quoted, uh, I found a quote by Shaq News in which they said, To the Moon story is one of the most memorable I've experienced in a video game in recent memory. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. I tweeted, I did my taxes. You did. You did your taxes early. I did. Are you uh, proud of me? I am, because you make such a fuss over them usually. I know. Panic and so on. Indeed. And it, seems, it seems like I seem to be cured. I could just sit down and do them this year without... Did you do Laura's taxes as well? No, Laura doesn't have to do taxes because she's PAYE. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so she, she does because she's in this band that makes money, but she gets her... Her mum works for an accountant, so he does all that for her. Right. Um, yeah. So I did my taxes and I didn't freak out I didn't panic it's good I just sat down and didn't even have to have Laura in the room to make me do them I just got on with them was she it was proud? very strange yes she was It was very. I was quite pleased with myself too because it proves that I've, I'm improving you're better than you were you're yes, a better man than you were a year well as I, as I said before the, the, at my absolute worst was when I phoned the Inland Revenue that's and, and I know and passed out right that's, really? that was how, that's, when it, that's how severe did it got did you pass out on the phone I did I just lost I just went I just fainted I think while I was on the phone because uh, you were on the phone so please I need uh, yeah, and hello. My brain just shut down. I have no idea. I don't remember what happened next. Were it's all on the phone? I don't know. I have no memory of what happened next. Well, you do because at some stage your memory started again. I, I presume so, but it wasn't during that phone call. So, so they would have put down the phone. But that was presumably. So that was that was the, you know that was the extreme of how messed up I would get over taxes. But that was when I was six. I got I hadn't done them for six years. You're an idiot. And I didn't know how to fix the situation, and I was too scared to try. And it turned out to be so easy. I just went into the Inland Revenue office in Bath and the loveliest lady in the universe mm. um, even lovelier than my wife yeah. you would have married her if she would have proposed at that oh, point yeah, I, would have, I nearly did propose at that yeah. point um, she's, she's not lovelier than Laura really she is um, <laughs> I don't know I can, Laura, can, Laura, can, can Laura deal with six years worth of tax without getting you into trouble I she don't think so she probably could knowing her yeah. um, anyway and she sat me down and just went through it and we figured it all out and it was done good it was amazing. It was after six years of freaking Did you out. feel relief? It was just ridiculous. I just felt stupid more than anything because that's how simple it was. I solve. thought you were stupid as well. It turns out, because of course I didn't have any records of the last six years of everything. I didn't have what I'd spent, all this stuff. turns out you can actually, on your form, you can fit it in and put estimated. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. It was brilliant. <laughs> I had so little money as well. It was amazing. It was amazing to be so little. Well, you, you were lucky. Mm-hmm. You encountered the good ones. I was very no. I don't know if I. I, I don't know. I've never encountered a bad person. I've had a couple of people on the phone who have been unnecessarily 
scary. Like they've tried to make it be punishing. And how are you? How are you helping by behaving this way? Mm. Um, I think that some people are trying to find some power. Yeah. Right, it's time to stop. Podcast at rumdoings.com or at rumdoings. At rumdoings. You or send us a lovely, lovely little review on iTunes, which is terrible. And remember, the only correct way to listen to rumdoings is to set fire to yourself while you're having sex. Yes, on a fiery incendiary bed. Goodbye. Amen. Bye bye.